Hey, you're listening to WKNC Interviews Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast via iTunes and never miss an episode. Enjoy listening. We're back right here at WKNC. My name's Fionn. I'm here with Nickel Point. Um, we're going to be playing... Oh, no. We just played the Everett Brothers with I and Love and You, and we'll continue talking about the brewery. So, Nickel Point, you said, is located up in Five Points. Mm-hmm. 506 Pershing Road. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And... um. So I was reading up a little bit about what you do, and it sounds like you guys are pretty big on sustainability-type things. I know you're sourcing. Can you tell me a little about uh, huh, a little bit about where you source your... Yeah, sure. So all of our... Most of the malts and grains that we buy are, are from parts in the United States, Pacific Northwest for the hops and in the, in the Midwest for the, for the malts. Um, one of the most unique things we do in terms of sustainability is what we do with our spent grain. So when I'm done brewing and, and extracting all the sugars from the malt, um, it's an excellent source of protein and starches for livestock. So we partner with a farmer um, and literally give him the spent grain that he feeds to his livestock. And then he, in turn, sells the cattle and it's, it's, it becomes a very good product um, from, a, from a meat standpoint. Um, since 80% of their diet is from spent grain from our process. So it's kind of a neat way to kind of give back and, and, uh, you know, partner with, a with, a, with, a in another part of the industry, um, with, with some of our raw materials and so forth. So. Right. So have you done this before or where did that idea come up? To start a brewery? To, uh, responsibly. Oh, I think Jimmy came to us, right? Yeah, I mean, it, and it's it's a fairly standard thing to do with most most craft breweries. You know, partner with a farmer and 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 um, provide that. We also recycle our water um, as much as we can. So, um, water that I use to cool things down, and I, I'll re- reuse that to clean with. So, it's it's not only you know a good steward of our natural resources, but it's also makes a lot of business sense to, to, to recycle product and to, and to use and uh, um, use, use our you know products as, as wisely as we can. Right, not having to pay for that right. extra amount of water. That's right. Et cetera. So tell me a little bit about what your brewery looks like. Is it a sit-in type of place? And I know you have different activities around as well. Would you speak to that a bit? Sure. Um, so we, uh, we've got a tap room um, that includes indoor and outdoor seating. Um, uh, so, you know, folks come down and, you know, we have food trucks there six days out of the week um, and other activities, darts, Jenga, uh, cornhole, you know, fa- fairly, you know, traditional things. Um, we also do live music uh, once a week. Um, and, and we've also started over the last four months or so, we've started a new uh, thing where we do a small batch release. So I'll brew a small batch of a product, about 10 gallons or so usually have a unique beer, um, like a fruit beer or something cast conditioned or something unique that's not a standard part of our portfolio um, that we haven't necessarily scaled up. And um, folks like to come out to that. And, you know, it gives me an opportunity to be a little creative and to test some things out. And I get some real feedback from folks um, when they come to the event and taste it. And then we look at it and consider if we want to scale it up and make it a regular part of the portfolio or a seasonal in our portfolio. Right, and you do that every Thursday? Yep, it's the second Thursday of every month. Great. So what is it this month? It's going to be a uh, peaches and cream ale. So we try to, when we do, we're doing a lot of fruit stuff in the summer, and we're doing um, the fruit beers in line with when fruits are in season. So 
Um, last month I did a strawberry wheat, I mean, I'm sorry, a blueberry wheat beer because blueberries were in season. Peaches are starting to come in in the month of July, so we'll do, you know, a peach thing. Um, earlier in the, uh, in, I guess it was in May, we did the strawberry blonde because Stra- strawberries were in season. So um, we partner with local farmers with that as well. So we'll, you know, always source, you know, local fruits to do the, to do the unique, you know, things for our small batches and so forth. Perfect. And I know, so food, I know you've been bringing in a lot of local food trucks. Um, how often do you do that? And what's the, what's the point? Um, food trucks six days a week, every day except for Mondays. And we've had um, really good success with it. Um, Kakaludomu, if you're familiar with them, they're great. No, they have a that? smoker on their truck, which is really cool. Um, Bo's Kitchen, Korean food is really good. Um, this Sunday we have Maine um, lobster. Maine lobster. Mm-hmm. So they get their lobster overnighted from Maine, and we're excited about trying that. But, yeah. Awesome. And we also partner with Relay Foods, too, right? So Relay Foods. They're yep. There, they're they're there a pickup location mm-hmm. on Fridays mm-hmm. from, like, 4 to so, 6. So what exactly is Relay Foods? Relay Foods, um, it's a company. They have – Bruce, do you know about this one? Yeah, so they're, so they're basically a consolidation point for – you can go out online, order your groceries on their website, and then they'll bring it in on a truck, and you meet them, you know, wherever they're located at or happen to be. And pick up your groceries so you don't have to go to the store and, and whatnot. It's usually all very, you know, it's locally sourced food, um, organic, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, lots to choose from. So it's just a convenience since we're so close to the neighborhood there. A lot of the folks in the neighborhood will leverage the, uh, the, the you know, the pickup point there at the brewery when they're there on Friday afternoons. They come at 4 o'clock on Friday afternoons. Yeah. Very cool. And I guess before we close out, would you... Tell me a little bit about your favorite beers and some flavor points on that. My favorite beer is the English IPA, just because I tend to like the IPAs. And the English IPA is less hop-heavy, so it's more well-rounded, and it has a citrus flavor to it. It's really good. That's my favorite. And then also the Belgian Golden Ale. Um, during the summer, I like to drink that one. So that's a harder question for me to answer <laughs> the brewer. <laughs> They're I, all good. I love all my children. But, uh, <laughs> Um, but I've been real excited about the, we have a Vienna lager in the portfolio. It started out as a seasonal and we're transitioning it into a, a regular part of the portfolio. It's gotten very, very popular. I, I literally can't make enough of it right now. Um, it seems to be really popular with some of the higher end restaurants that we sell to here in the, in the city. Um, I think it pairs well with food. It's a very traditional amber lager, very easy to drink, but it's got a nice malty sweetness there in the in the finish that uh, I think makes it unique and um, a lot of folks really like it so and tell me what are your hours when when's the best time for people to come in the be- um so we're open Monday through Thursday from 4 to 10 and then Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays we open at noon um, from Fridays and Saturdays we're open till midnight and Sundays we close at 10 so seven days a week come on in perfect <laughs> bring, and- your t- bring your dog <laughs> and is there anything else that you'd like to tell our listeners before we move on to this next song? No, I, I just, I guess, uh, as, as a brewer, I'm just, I'm honored to to be in this industry, in this community, and have the opportunity to to share my craft with uh, with the community, and um, uh, really want to make sure that our focus is on that, on making good quality, a good quality, consistent product in a community oriented environment. That's what I'm excited about. 
We're excited to have you. And actually, I have one more point. Um, so I was reading today or the other day that Natty Greens is going to be closing. And that's brought up a lot of people saying maybe the market is saturated here in Raleigh. What do you think about that? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, and we thought about it very, very carefully when we thought about opening the microbrewery. There's about 135, 137 microbreweries in North Carolina right now. Um, the good news is in the Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill area, there's also a lot of people. <laughs> um, and so I think we're a little ways away in this area from being saturated. Um, I think it'll happen at some point in the future, uh, potentially. Um, but I think um, right now we're all, all of us here in this area, craft brewers, we're doing something a little bit different. Um, we've we've kind of find our niches in the marketplace. And um, I think we all help each other in, in that regard. And I I believe rising tides, all ships rise. And so I think, um, I think we got a while before, um, we're going to be completely saturated. And I hope it's a while. (laughs) Well, thank you for that insight. And, um, I guess we'll roll into this last song. Thank you so much for coming in and I'm looking forward to seeing you tonight. Thank you. Yeah. We'll, um, we'll be out at Tiernanog from 10 to 12 and I'll have the English IPA and the Belgian Golden Ale. Great. And again, I'm here with Nickel Point. They're going to be out at Tiernanog Irishman tonight. They're going to be there from 10 to 12 at the show. WKNC 88.1 in Raleigh. That song you just heard was from Girlpool. It was called Chinatown. And just now we had Old Quarter and the DeBonzo Brothers in here in the studio for their local band, local beer interviews. They're going to be playing tonight at Tiernanog Irish Pub in Raleigh at 930 and we've got Nickel Point here in the studio as well, going to talk about their brewery a bit for us. They're going to be our brewers for the month. It's going to be awesome. And they've been here for the past few weeks. So if you haven't caught them yet, tonight is the night. So, hello. Hi. How are you doing? Good. Good. How are you doing? Thanks for having us. Thanks for coming in. Uh, would you like to introduce yourselves and tell me a little bit about whatever you want to tell me about? <laughs> sure. My name's Rachel, and I um, sell the beer. To restaurants and bars and i'm bruce corrigan i'm one of the owners and the head brewer at, uh, at nickel point so we're one of the newest microbreweries here in raleigh um, located just adjacent to five points uh, on pershing road and we're actually in an area of raleigh that's quickly becoming sort of the brewery district so there'll be about four or five breweries this time next year within a one mile radius of where we're located so it's an exciting time to be in this business and um we're uh we're, we're loving every minute of it so how long have you been been around? You said that you're one of the newer ones. Yeah, so we opened in September of last year. And um, so we've been, uh, um, I mean, we brew fairly traditional ales and lagers. Um, uh, you know, I focus on making clean beers, drinkable beers, and so forth. Um, and so it's, it's, it's been, a, it's resonated well with a lot of our clients, particularly some of the restaurants in downtown Raleigh, um, where it pairs well with food and so forth. So how did you get started? So it all kind of started 13 years ago in my basement. <laughs> uh, like many microbreweries in this country do, um, we all kind of started as home brewers. And uh, my brother and I started home brewing together, and we just slowly got more serious about it and started competing and um, really, you know, getting into the art and science of brewing. Brewing, in my mind, is really almost the ultimate combination of art and science. And my brother's a biochemist and actually uh, went to school here at State. And, um, so we've, uh, we've sort of, uh, joined together and, uh, with a couple of other colleagues, uh, of mine, uh, that I used to work with and we started nickel point. Um, so we, uh, we've been 
working on building the brewery over the last really year and a half, two years, and then opened in uh, September of, uh, of last year. Great. And so did you always have the name Nickel Point? I heard you started out with something else. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a funny story. So, yeah, we uh, we started off uh, um, uh, naming the business Union Square Brewery, the, the Capitol Square in Raleigh. The original name of the Capitol Square is Union Square. And um, we decided when we picked the location there adjacent to Five Points that we wanted to really kind of tie ourselves to the local community. And so we just we made a strategic decision to name ourselves Nickel Point because of that, you know, Nickel Point Five and so forth. So we do things like we always have five beers on tap and so forth at the tap room um, and really try to work around the theme of five since we're close to five points there. And, uh, and, the, and the local community has really embraced us. Um, we're adjacent to a, to, a, to a neat neighborhood there, and we're very family-friendly. Folks bring their kids down and their dogs, and um, we really try to cater to the local community there and really make it a community gathering place. Right. So you mentioned that you're starting to become a part of the – upcoming brewing districts. So what are some other breweries that are around you and what's your relationship with them like? Sure. So um, Big Boss is, as many of you probably know, is just not far from us there off Atlantic Avenue. Uh, Blackjack just opened um, about a month ago uh, on the corner of uh, Whitaker Mill and Atlantic Avenue. Uh, Noose River Brewing Company is literally opening up three doors down from us. Sub Noirs there in between all of us as well. So there's several small little microbreweries right there in the area that are real close to us. So. Great. And how is, how is your relationship with them? Do you do any collaboration type things? Or we do, it yeah. It, it, the interesting thing about the, uh, the craft brewing industry is it is a very collaborative, embracing environment. And so we all collaborate with each other. We, we talk, we work together, um, compare notes and so forth, share resources in, in some areas of the business. And uh, so it's a real neat uh, uh, sort of um, embracing collaborative environment um, in, in, in part of the industry that we're involved in, which is one of the big things I enjoy about it. Yeah, yeah and that's awesome because when you go into some other kind of business, a lot of time it'll be rivalries, et cetera, right. but that's yeah. great. And I think that's a really good thing about Raleigh in general, all the musicians, yeah. all the restaurants, they're all working together a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So let's break this up, go into a song. This is the Avert Brothers song that you were talking about. Oh, cool. Anything-